Hello, everyone, and welcome to At WCSU, the Western Connecticut State University podcast that tells you everything that's going on here and there. We are back, back in the basement of Whitehall, Pete and me, or I guess Pete and I, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I usually get that right. That's like my word for it. It's because you're all you're all uh, you're all worked up because you're back yeah. in the studio. I can tell you're nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of us are wearing masks. We aren't in the same room. But the uh, federal government just sent something out saying that people who've been vaccinated, fully vaccinated, don't have to wear their masks quite as much. So. We're going in the right direction, man. Thank God for this piece of glass between us. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when you think about it, most of the people that we talk face-to-face to, it's true. You want some a barrier. <laughs> right, yeah, like the Pope Mobile. Right. Yeah. No, it's weird. I, I met somebody recently, and they, without skipping a beat, went to shake my hand. And I kind of like... That happened to me today. Yeah, and I hesit- I did it. But I've also not done it on a couple other occasions. But yeah, it's it's weird. I know mm-hmm. we talked about this. I don't know how many times over the last year, but it's it's happening and it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. So to come back to normal is very weird. Yeah, but it is nice to be back in the basement here, in Old White Hall. Yeah, it's a much nicer basement than it was when we left. That's true. A year ago. Yeah, I think so. so. And but. I don't have to remember how to plug in my microphone anymore. <laughs> we might be back and forth a couple of times during the summer, but yeah, next semester, man, we plan to be full bore. And of course, uh, we got our commencement coming up. All the uh, colleges—is hmm, that what you call them? Schools? Yeah, yeah. Getting a uh, uh, graduating this weekend. And that's why uh, we had a special show this week with Jacqueline Bonomo, our student co-host, who is graduating on Saturday and uh, did her last podcast with us. Yeah. Well, we're going to try to rope her back in. Yeah. Her last one is officially. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And she had a good run, too. We tapped her on the shoulder halfway through the semester and said, hey, how about this? And she said, (laughs) "Okay." Yeah. Her family told her not to, but she went ahead and did it. <laughs> I think they still don't totally understand. They totally don't. What she was doing. Yeah. But. They don't have a way to listen to it in their home. <laughs> but she enjoyed it, I think, and we enjoyed having her. And so we talked to her about her college career, the same career any of you high school seniors out there can have, and uh, what she got from it and what she's planning to do next. Yeah, and if any of you out there listening want to be the next uh, co-host, let us know. That's right. We're we'll we'll looking you. for somebody new. We'll mm-hmm. vet you. Extreme <laughs> vetting. Yeah, but if you're breathing, that's a good uh, sign. <laughs> so let's go to our interview with Jacqueline. All right. All right. So Jacqueline's not showing herself today. No, our camera's, camera's not working. My camera's broken. I don't know what's going on with it. Sorry, guys. That's all right. I also want to spend some more time troubleshooting, but I figured we're already late. Yeah, for your final uh, podcast. We'll have you come back after commencement if you want. Yeah, I'll be like, what's up, guys? Here's an update of my life. Absolutely nothing has happened. (laughs) I'm just home. (laughs) We'll check up on the dogs and the fish. The dogs. Absolutely. I was hoping we could have your mom come on if you were home. 
Oh God, my mom still does not understand how podcasts work. <laughs> I don't think she really like acknowledges that I I'm in one. I think she just is confused what it means, even though I've explained it a bunch of times. That would be even better. She'll just be like, "Where are they?" I know it would be. Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> As long as she brings her food, then it's okay. Of course. Whatever. So uh, what is she planning for the big commencement celebratory meal? Um, I think barbecue. I think that's the easiest thing to do. Mm. She likes doing that. Well, my dad does the grilling, but she likes making like the sides and stuff. So probably that. Maybe some pasta. Yeah. What are the sides that she makes? She makes her own mashed potatoes. Like she picks out the potatoes, mashes them herself, has some like secret seasoning she puts on them. And then she likes to season the ribs and stuff like that. And um, just like the vegetables and stuff she gets really into. Yeah, that's nice. good. And what day is your commencement, Saturday or Sunday? I'm the 16th, so that's the Sunday. Okay. Little chance of rain on uh, Sunday. I know. I'm, I'm honestly not surprised. I have this weird curse where every time I ever like have an event, it rains. It's happened since <laughs> I was a kid. That's not good. So, you know, I'm really hoping yeah. not to curse the rest of the class, but. We'll announce it though. If it does rain, we'll say it's your, the curse of Jacqueline Bonomo. They'll get pitchfork. Uh, they're going to get their pitchforks and their like, torches. <laughs> I'm going to be chased out of town. So, Paul, if it does rain, is there any chance this thing is moving or not happening, or is it outside come hell or high water? If it's a torrential rain and thunderstorms, it might move into the O'Neill Center. And when Which will we where? know about that? I graduated high school from there, so it would be kind of like a oh, yeah. moment. But your parents will have to go home, because when you graduated, it wasn't COVID. True. So it's much better to have it in uh, outside, even if it's yeah. a little wet. I'm hoping. Yeah. And Pete will be there too, right? Uh, I don't know anymore. I may not be. Well, Why? if you are there and you don't cheer me on, I'm going to be really upset. So. Yes. Yeah. He'll cheer. Maybe I'll go anyway just to see you, Jacqueline. <laughs> don't they need you, Pete, behind the camera and the microphone? Uh, no, most of that's being done by an outside uh, company this year. So we're just there making sure it gets live streamed. Um, so there's a chance uh, I won't uh, be needed. Wow. Yeah, it'll that's be the first bad. one in I don't know how many that I haven't worked or attended. That's I think crazy. I've been to at least one graduation every year since 1994. Wow. That's a sad record to break. <laughs> there might be one or two in there. I'd have, I'll have to double check. But... So, Jacqueline, what I wanted to ask about was this, uh, your own record, your family record. You are starting a new record of being um, a college graduate, right? Didn't you say that you're the first college graduate in your uh, family? Yes, I am. So how did that happen? Um, I don't know. I guess we just, in the past, like my dad went to a trade high school, so he got a job right out of high school. He didn't have to go to college. Mm -hmm. Um my aunt attended a two-year program for um like elementary education and then she got a job at a daycare so i think nobody really thought to go through my sister didn't really love school 
my brother almost went and then decided to take off a year and now he does community college oh well that's he could be graduating in like i don't know a couple of years probably he takes he only takes a few like two courses at a time but um i'm the first one so it's kind of exciting i guess i just all my friends were going to college and i was like oh well maybe i should like really actually try and like pay attention <laughs> Plus, I wanted to just like do the next best, do the next big thing, like just move a step forward. And that was that step forward. Yeah. Are your parents all excited about it? Oh, they're probably more excited than I am. <laughs> My mom has been like over the moon. She's like telling everyone she's ever met. I'm pretty sure every cashier at Walmart knows I'm graduating. <laughs> um, My dad's pretty excited, too. He's a very quiet guy, but mm -hmm. um. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to tell all my friends, like, yeah, well, my daughter, the college graduate. <laughs> so that's going to be pretty I think they're just very excited. I think they're pretty proud. Which is yeah. Cool. And how about your brother and sister? I don't know. They're just, they're like, yeah, congrats. I'm like, good job. You did it. <laughs> that's how brothers and sisters have to be usually. Yeah, they're pretty chill about it. They're older, right? Yeah, my sister is 25. No, my sister's 24, and my brother's 23, and I just turned 22 yesterday, May wow. 10th. Hey, wow. Not yesterday by the time this airs, but yeah, we're in a we're in a line until my sister turns 25 in August. So, um, what did you do for your birthday? I went out with a couple of my friends. Um, my birthday always falls at that weird time since it's finals for most people. Mm. So I didn't really do that much. I'm probably going to wait till like we graduate or like school's over to kind of have a little shindig, but we'll see how COVID goes. But your mom didn't cook a banquet or anything? No, I am supposed <laughs> to go home today though. So we'll see. Oh yeah. It's Tuesday, right? <clears throat> I think we're going to hybrid Mother's Day my birthday go out probably for long. Oh, you didn't go to uh you didn't go to home for Mother's Day? I called her and we were on the phone for like a long time, but she was like, Yeah, just come home Tuesday because she had um a little outing with my aunt. Oh. Ooh. I'm a good daughter. Moms always say that. <laughs> oh, you don't have to do anything for me. <laughs> well, because she felt bad because like, you know, she didn't see me on my birthday, which was oh. the day after. So she was like, she's like, no, you can't come home today because I don't have anything. I don't have a cake. I don't have anything for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense then. I'm You're a good okay. daughter. Yes. So you can't get a job out of state or anything. You got to stay around. She, she, when I was going to college, I wanted to go to um, like schools kind of farther away. I was definitely looking at like a lot of schools, like in different parts of New England, just because I wanted to experience a different thing. Then mm -hmm. in-state tuition reminded me that that's impossible. But <laughs> um, she was so upset. She was like, why do you want to go to Rhode Island? Why do you want to leave? You can get the same education here. And I ended up staying here. So I think she wants me close, but like like a day's drive away, I guess. I was going to say, Rhode Island's about two hours from here. She couldn't be that upset. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was like... I was like, well, we always drive, you know, maybe we see like Uncle Vincent like a couple times a year, grandma and grandpa a couple times a year. And she's like, it's different. Okay, it's different. Like, it's different. <laughs> that it is different. She's right about that. She just wants all of us to be close because she always like lived down the road from my grandparents when we were growing up. And then my aunt lives about 10 minutes away. So I mm -hmm. think she just really wants to be close to everybody. Yeah, I think that's the best way. So there are plenty of social work jobs around a, around Danbury, right? 
Yeah, people never stop needing help. <laughs> In terms of events, I know Pack recently had a bingo. That was the last bingo. It had been rescheduled. And um, they also did an Instagram campaign where if, like, you comment, like, if answer, like, you tag your friends, you get entered in a raffle for Apple for an Apple Watch, and they had 100 of them. So I had wow. one. Holy I was crap. one of the 100. I actually just got my watch today. Really? I have no idea how to use it. Um, don't even really know what it is, but <laughs> I'm not great with technology, but it's sitting on my bed. Wait, you won back. something though? Yeah, I won the, I won, I was one of 100 people to win an Apple watch. And how did you win it? They, I think at once a week they do a giveaway on their Instagram account oh. and I was smart. I set my notifications. So the second they posted, I was there, but they usually have you like, Oh, tag two WCSU friends and answer what was your favorite event this year and that's all you had to do and then they randomly raffled you out and i think like 400 people entered oh so that's pretty good that's a good way to go out yeah i've had a weird stroke of luck this past semester which is <laughs> odd because i definitely do not usually have good luck yeah maybe it'll continue you were on the podcast you hosted the podcast that's lucky yeah, I crossed that off my things i've always wanted to do list <laughs> be a radio personality check that's right and of course, you can continue doing it too. You know, start your own podcast or whatever. I don't think uh, anyone wants me to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Children in Trouble podcast. Well, that's the great part is it doesn't matter if anybody wants it or not. You can just do it. Yeah, listen. Yeah, look good. at this one. I'll say like one dumb thing and go viral. That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> and uh, what else has been lucky this semester? Um, I've won a few pack giveaways. That's not my first one. I've won a wow. few of their Instagram ones. Huh. I don't really know how, because again, I'm not usually like, I don't usually win bingo. I don't usually win like raffles, like in regular day-to-day -day life, you know, every day I'm in a different raffle, I guess my weird phrasing, but I don't know. I've had a weird stroke of luck where I'm like actually winning things. And it's kind of crazy. You're the luckiest co-host this podcast has ever had. I was going to say, it's um, like you're sticking it to Chantel. Yeah. Sorry, Chantel, if you're listening. <laughs> her parents might be listening. Maybe they'll tell her. That's what, so we should like, check hey, in with her this summer. Talking about you today. <laughs> no. Well, Pete's been running around a lot too, right? End of the semester <sighs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Every all the events and the last this week is fairly slow, but the last couple of weeks have been have been pretty crazy. Everybody's getting in there. End of semester events and Try stuff. Trying to recruit so. for next semester when we're in person. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really weird. <laughs> I know, like you're gonna get like a meeting notification and it like has a location. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're, it's gonna pop up in your calendar and you're like, oh, cool. You know, I'll get up to like 15, 20 minutes before, and then you check and it's like, oh, it's on Midtown. I have to go. You might have to yeah go to the other side of town every once in a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm worried for the students now because it's like if it snows, instead of having a snow day, they could just turn it virtual. They're going to do that. Yeah. yeah. That happened that's, this year. That's horrifying. <laughs> but you get out of school sooner and it's probably easier in the long run. You know, you don't have to double up all this stuff to, and have the professors panicking. Yeah, but snow days were the best. <laughs> you sit in your pajamas all day or like you go back to bed. So you wake up kind of later. I know, but that's, it's never going to happen anymore. 
I know. I used to love getting all bundled up and then walking to the calf with my roommate. Yeah. Well, you can still do that. Taking our time. <laughs> yeah, it's a new era. Are you going to be, speaking of old eras, are you going to be moving back in with your folks now? I think I have to, yeah. Um, I was trying to find an apartment. It was not working out. There are no cheap places that are, like, decent. Like No. The only thing I can afford, I guess, according to the prices around in, like, Danbury, Brookfield, like, things like that, is living in someone's basement. So I'll take my parents' house. Yeah. Especially if you go to their gotten basement. the job, and if you don't have roommates, and if, yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. It is tough when you first start out. I mean, especially if you don't have it before you have a job and everything. Even the first job, sometimes they don't pay that well. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping plus, for the best. Plus, you might be a tough roommate, right? Because you're always the one in charge. Like, oh, you can't <laughs> do that. Oh, I miss having roommates. This is my first year without having roommates. Oh. I really miss it. How could you be an RA with roommates? Um, if you're in Grasso or Penny, you are put in a suite. So it's like you have your own bedroom and then there's like another bedroom. So you could have two roommates. Oh. Did you boss them around all the time? No, I was, I loved having them around. They reminded me that I was still a student. Yeah. So they still haven't had a going away party for you on your floor or your uh, dorm yet? No, we, we had like the RA banquet. So like we had our own little like celebration for like the. But shouldn't the students that you've been supervising do something oh, nice no. for you? No, they'll Come say on, they'll no. say goodbye. The the nice ones always say goodbye and like give us a hug or whatever. But um, most of the time, you know, I'm not really here to be like anything they don't need me to be. And I had a pretty independent floor. I would just help them out with like you know housing selection and like oh here's the best way to like make your schedule for next semester. But they didn't need me as much, I guess. I think cause since everything's online, they had a lot of time to just get their stuff done. Yeah. You didn't have to put out any fires this year? Um, I did have one fire alarm. Okay, so literal fires. RAs, <laughs> RAs get to know um obviously more information about fire alarms than the students do. So we don't oh. obviously know like when they're gonna go off. No one could predict that. But we're usually the first people to find out, like besides the R D and the fire department, like what room it was. Because uh -huh. we usually have to try and find the students and like ask them what happened. And one of those I was so sad was caused one fire alarm. They're like, Oh, it's, it was on your floor. <laughs> like, guys, I wanted to go a whole, a whole year without having my residence cause a fire. Yeah. What was the cause? I'm pretty sure over microwaving of a pizza. Oh, yeah. that's often what it is. There's right? always popcorn. Oh, it's when always I was food. here. Yeah. On the rare occasion it's marijuana, but, um, most often it's someone like burnt food or they left their oven on in Grasso once one of the dryers malfunctioned. So that was like an actual problem. That was no one's fault, but. So you didn't have people uh, pranking the fire alarms and pulling them when there was nothing wrong, right? No, absolutely not. Cause I think the students hate doing it too. Well, like yeah. They, the second it goes off, everyone, everyone gets in a bad mood. Like oh, yeah. if you ever play the Sims, you know, like their mood, like something bad happens and their mood drops instantly from green to red. That's exactly what happens when the fire alarm goes off. You can almost see it above everyone's heads. I get so, I immediately am just not a nice person. Well, yeah, because you have to stand outside for a couple hours, right? 
and a lot of times RAs, we have to stay kind of closer to the building. Oh, yeah? So, like, if it's cold, we can't go sit in our cars. Like, whoever's on duty has to, like, hang by the front. Right. Yeesh. So, so Jack, if you find out who did it, you know, you can, like, punish them. No, we judicial usually does that if it's, like, oh, a yeah. punishable offense. Like, obviously, if it's an accident, it's an accident. Like, crap happens, but... So you guys don't punish off the record ever? No, I don't say I have. She wouldn't tell you we're about off it the here. record. It's okay. I do definitely <laughs> shoot some dirty looks, maybe once or twice, if it was just something stupid. But uh, you know, I can't. I can't say I, I take it out on them very often. You never plunge one's head into a toilet or anything. Wow. Um, I don't think I'm allowed to share that information. On <laughs> I myself. Thank you. <laughs> so, Jacqueline, do you have any advice now that you're leaving two students from your your heights of wisdom and uh, experience? My heights of wisdom. Um, go to programs, even if you don't think you're going to have fun, like go to things. I feel like I definitely didn't go to enough stuff. I got kind of lazy my junior year and then senior year, I ended up not being able, there were nothing, there was nothing to go yeah. to. And obviously if next year, if anyone who's coming or is a student next year is listening and you guys have a normal year, go to programs. Like that's the best way to meet people or just go with your roommate. And even if you don't like end up having like the hundred percent, the most fun time of your life, it you're still gonna be happy you did it because you're making a memory. Like I spent so much time being like, nah, I'm tired. I'm just going to lay in my bed. I don't remember any of those days, but I do remember all the events I've gone to. And That's those are really point. what made a difference. Mm -hmm. And um, probably be nice to your RAs. I am obviously biased, <laughs> but like when we throw programs, like sometimes we genuinely get a little sad when no one comes. Like we try our best to make things fun. Um, especially this year was really hard to do that because like I, I had all these ideas planned that I couldn't execute and social distance at the same time, mm -hmm. but go, just go to programs. That That's something I definitely wish I did more was just going to events. Cause there is some kind of fun stuff going on during a normal year. Yeah. And even if it, you, again, even if you don't end up having the time of your life, like you're still going to remember that you went out and like had a semi good time or right. you're going to have a great time. And at least there's a chance of having some fun if you're sitting in your yeah. room. <laughs> Yeah. Like, look, it's fun. It's fine to be lazy every so often and take a break and take a rest. But like, I definitely wish I went out more. All right. And taking a break from what? Um, being in class a couple hours a day and going to the cafeteria. And you it's not so like it. Is it really that tough to be in school? I would say, yeah. Really? It's a lot of work <laughs> and it's a lot of pressure. Pressure to get good grades. And not everyone adjusts well. Like I was fairly independent in my house mm -hmm. in high school. So it, it wasn't really that much of an adjustment. Plus I lived pretty close to home. So if there was like something actually wrong, I like would be able to call my parents and have yeah. that kind of sorted out. But uh, not everyone adapts as well as like, I think I did. Mm -hmm. Cause I kind of just went like, just kind of made a new life here, mm -hmm. but not everyone adapts well. Like for some people, it's really, really hard to transition from like, having teachers and students around you all the time to now like you're definitely kind of more ice on your own and you may not have mom and dad so close or like you may not know anyone. Yeah. So yeah, just go to things. And especially if you're a freshman, no one is thinking about what you're doing as much as you think you're thinking they think about it. Like, <laughs> that is great advice. Like I was so scared to be like judged and like, didn't want to be like the weird kid in my hall. Yep. 
and it's like that got me nowhere like it just made me it's just you were just insecure for no reason everyone feels awkward when they go to events as a freshman like everyone feels awkward when they're meeting new people everyone feels awkward their first couple times in the calf like everyone in your class definitely feels awkward no one is standing there having this all figured out no matter how much they try to look like it mm -hmm. hey you should uh, work for a college or something <laughs> i considered going into higher ed as a resident director but i don't think it's really the job for me no something like admissions or something like that yeah, that'd be fun maybe i'll make my own podcast yeah well there you go you could actually it would be just the freshman students i'll be like look here's all the nonsense no one told me just you yelling at freshmen yeah Right. Go to bingo. Have fun. Be yourself. <laughs> Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> well, Jacqueline, I will be at commencement on Sunday, so I will cheer you, even though Pete is, um, you know, staying home to take to sleep late. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll see you at the right time of nine a.m. That's right, and also. Um, Thanks for joining us on this podcast and being a good sport and giving us some good information and helping us out here. And congratulations on having a successful college career too and graduating. Thank you guys for having me. This was definitely a unique experience. I'm really glad I said yes. You guys were a lot of fun. And you listen to my nonsense for half an hour every week. So I appreciate you guys. Um, hopefully I'll see you both soon. Yes. All right. Take care. Good. Thanks, right. Jacqueline. Good Say luck. hi to your mom. I will. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. So it's always kind of sad, the last day with the student co-host. Yeah. Uh, I kept thinking we should have her come back on and talk or have her come down to the studio when we actually can, but she'll probably have uh, moved on to bigger and yeah. better things. She doesn't want to come back and talk to us. No. She pro <laughs> we probably have, I think I have her cell phone number, so we could probably track her down there if we go. wanted to. If I do end up... Um, Going to commencement, we should try to find her and yeah, have a little meeting. Yes, definitely. Well, speaking of commencement, do you want to you want to talk about that a little bit? Do you want to give some details yeah. in case people are still yes confused? <clears throat> they don't really like me to say this, but if you're allowed to graduate because you have enough um, credits, you can show up there. You'll have, you can, we'll have, uh, what do we call it? Robes and hats and gowns. Regalia. And gowns. Yeah. yeah, regalia for you. You'll have to buy it, bring a hundred bucks, but they'll um, have some extras there and you'll be able to walk. And um, I don't know about getting your parents in because that's, we're being very uh, persnickety yeah. this year because of uh, COVID. Um, but, they can watch it on live stream, right? Yep. On Saturday, the we start with the Ansel School of Business. Everybody's gathering by no later than 9 a.m. The ceremony starts at 10.15. It's down at the Westside Athletic Center. Is that what we call it? The WAC? It's, I don't know if it's center or compound. I think it's center. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, you gather in the O'Neill Center. The actual ceremony will be in the, on the field. And um, the, uh, that's the president of the university. 
that I'm uh, ignoring for the sake of our <laughs> podcast. And um, then that'll end after a couple hours. And then we're going to have the ceremony for the Macrocosta School of Arts and Sciences. That starts at 3. And same deal. Start at, uh, you know, get there by 2 on the um, at the O'Neill Center. And ceremony starts at 3.15. And we'll have everybody cross the stage. You'll be able to wave to the camera and to any guests you have there. And um, then on Sunday, we have two schools, the School of Visual and Performing Arts and the School of Professional Studies, featuring Jacqueline Bonomo. And they start at 10. Also, their ceremony starts at 10, too. They'll have to be there at 9. So... From an audience standpoint, it's going to be a little different because only the audience is limited. The attendance is limited. Yes. But from Two. the experience of the graduates, it's going to be fairly similar to a normal yeah. ceremony, right? There's, there's going to be there some speeches. Be. They're going to get their name called. They're going to walk across the stage. The best thing about it is, speaking of normal, is that many of the speeches will be recorded on video. Ah. So uh, we made sure they were like three or four minutes long <laughs> yes. and cut out any of the nutty stuff. So the uh, it'll be, you know, much faster. You don't have to wait for people to stand up and thank everybody and um, get through those speeches. Then we have student keynote speakers for each school, which will be good. In fact, we've had all three of them, I guess, on our podcast, right? Or we just have two. Is it the two Barnards? We had, um, yeah. We had the two Barnard Award winners, Baki and, and Isaac. Isaac. Yep. They're going to be the uh, two of the keynote student speakers. And um, Serena, I don't want to mispronounce her name, who is from the, uh, she's a music major and education major. So she's speaking on Sunday. Okay. She has a really good story too. And... Uh, so they'll be good. It's always good to have student keynote speakers. And then we have also Anna Adabambo, who is uh, Anna, Adabam <laughs> Anna Adabambo, who has been on the podcast several times. She's the SGA president, so she's going to speak at all three in person and give a slightly different speech each time, which is nice of her. Nice. And so uh, you can, and of course, the president of the provost will be talking, but they won't be giving speeches. They'll be saying, hey, thank your parents and stand here and uh, now you can leave. Great. Yeah. So it should be a better show for everybody. Nice. Commencement is a great ceremony. It's good to be able to say, hey, I graduated and have your family celebrate with you. It's very meaningful. But if it goes on too long, you find yourself uh, daydreaming and sleeping and, you know, wondering when the first drink is going to be. And <laughs> it's better just kind of plow through it and walk the stage and wave to everybody. That's good. Sitting in the sun, hungover. Sometimes <laughs> you can see some of the people I feel terrible for them. They've over overindulged and they're just dying out there in the seats. So hopefully not too many people <laughs> are suffering that way. This and that's year. just the professors. <laughs> yes. 
I'm just kidding. None of the professors are hungover. Yeah, it's funny. I had because I, you know, played in the band for the ceremonies in high school. So by the time yeah. I graduated, I, I'd already been to, you know, at least three of them. Yeah. And then in college, we played at all of them. And then we we do a lot of the local high schools here, so I would work at those. So there were years where I attended, you know, twelve or thirteen. So I mean, I've literally been to well over a hundred commencements. Um, so I'm always yeah. curious what it's like for people that haven't or have only been to one or two. Is it like, is it fun? Is it exciting? Are there surprises? Like, you know, I've basically, it, everybody makes the same speech at all these things. So I've heard right. it a hundred times. So I'm, I'm fascinated by the whole, the whole process. You know, when I uh, started here at Westcon 15, 16 years ago, I was right in the middle of commencement and um uh and have been every year but i was amazed at how kind of uh, boring they were <laughs> and how i realized at that first one unless you have a kid going through it or you're graduating and then it's exciting but otherwise you know they aren't that interesting the boring speeches not by the students but by the you know officials they invite <laughs> on the other hand, the first um, keynote speaker, we used to hire keynote speakers, yeah. and this was some TV personality on court TV, and she it was during uh, George W. Bush's presidency, and she was ranting and raving about him. I remember that, And yeah. so, yeah, people in the crowd started sh chanting, four more years, <laughs> four more years, and uh, people were standing up and, you know... It was almost like pre-riot, and then our lieutenant uh, at the time, um, Rich Montefusco, just walked down the aisle, and everybody settled down. He was the police lieutenant. I think it was very interesting. I think my year was Montel Williams, who at the time was was still kind of a big name. Yeah, uh, I don't know if anybody knows who he is anymore, but <laughs> that was. <laughs> I know Wyclef Jean was the speaker one year. Yeah, that was. We a had big some. Deal. Uh, some actual people. <laughs> yeah. The guy who played Captain Kangaroo one year. No way. Yes. Wow. I don't remember that. And there was a big uproar among the students. They were saying, who, some students who said, who why are we having Captain a Kangaroo? children's show? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he gave a pretty good speech, though. Wow. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Thanks again to Jacqueline. And uh, that we are going to be doing some shows over the summer, but it may not be weekly. So if you notice a, a gap here or there, we'll just know that we'll be back as soon as we have something new. Yeah, and pay attention. Just check your phone every so often and yeah. find out if you got a new uh, pod there. Yeah, if you're subscribed, you should get notified. Yes, you so. will. And um, we'll have more good stuff to say. And, of course, uh, fall isn't really that far away. No, it's not. <laughs> And the older you get, the faster it comes. That's right. <laughs> I mean, we're already planning for the fall opening, so. <clears throat> yeah, so fall's going to be, do we know yet? Are there official rules in place for masking and distancing and all that stuff, or is it still kind of up in the air? It's still up in the air. We're okay. hoping that there won't be any rules, so we'll just have a regular semester. Wow. Yeah. But the, So we'll go back to pre-COVID ratios of in-person and online so there will still be some online yep. and some hybrid like there always were or do you know if they're going to be more I, I suspect there will be a few more of 
hybrid and online, but I think most students and actually most faculty have uh, expressed the opinion that in-person is better in most cases, especially sure. for undergrad stuff. If you're getting your master's degree in something, that's one thing, or your EDD, I guess. But when you're a freshman, Drew Senior, it's better usually to be in class, have those conversations face-to-face with your fellow students and with the professor. Yeah. Yeah, it's certainly, and I think this, we talked about this a couple times over the last year. I think I remember specifically back with uh, Hal Williams, no, Forrest uh, Robertson, mm-hmm. about how there is a place for that stuff, and some things work as well or even better in that mm-hmm. mode, but some stuff just doesn't, and, and right. it, it's going to be nice to go back to having almost everything, I think. I think so, too. Quote, unquote, normal. So <laughs> I haven't been on campus myself that much over the last year, and just today, it was nice weather, but seeing people and talking to them face-to-face, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the phone with my wife, and I was walking around. There was nobody in the quad, but I was walking around. I had my mask off, and I was telling her, I was like, it's a little, it feels dirty. It feels <laughs> like I'm breaking the rules or something, but, I, you know, technically, it's fine. Yeah. So There's one little problem I no- noticed today is you're walking along, you see somebody. In the old days, you used to wave and go and say hi and move on. Now everybody wants to say hi and talk about the last Stand. year. <laughs> and that's all good. I like all the people I talk to, but I, I was they were going on and on. I was saying, hey, i got to get to a podcast. Okay? We're going to have to make it a nine-hour workday just to accommodate all of the... <laughs> that's uh, what it is. ...the stop and chats. <laughs> so. I'll yeah. talk to the union about that. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll make our demands. All right. Uh, so we got a, another show next week. Yes. And uh, we'll see after that if, it, if it's going to slow down or not. But, uh, you know, keep an eye on your feeds. Yeah, we'll be back. All right. Thank you, Pete. Sure. At WCSU is a production of WCSU Media, engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Volpe. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at WCSU Media and on the university's Facebook and Twitter pages. And feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at wcsu.edu. Thanks for listening. <laughs>